0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's the True Faith Podcast. It's the Wolves review show. Uh, You've got myself, Rob Clothier, Mark Cowley, and Paul Lyon. Today. Um, we're driving back from uh, Wolves as we record this. Um, this show is sponsored by our patrons who pay just over £5 a month for around about an extra 20 shows per month. Um, I highly recommend that uh, you get signed up if you haven't already. If you enjoy our podcasts, uh, i have got loads of quality stuff on there for you to listen to, all well, Newcastle United related. So check it out on uh, Patreon if you haven't already. So, um, lads, we'll just get straight into it then. Um, obviously, the game's ended 1-1. The way uh, the way it's ended with such a late equaliser for Wolves, um, it does have that sort of feeling of uh, defeat. Um, Paul, what do you reckon? Um, does, it, does it feel like a defeat to you? Was it... What, what sort of positives can you take from uh,
2: from the game? Um, I think we can take a lot from the uh, individual performances, um, especially long staff uh, springs to mind for me. Um, very, he looks, I almost say he looks, looks comfortable at this level already. Um, he just seems to, he doesn't get overawed by anything. Um, and he's always looking to try and pick out a, a, a pass. Um, which is always good because just think' with um, in in the past we've, we've had like midfielders that just simply are in there to do a job and I think he just offers a, a little bit more so I'd certainly take that from uh, from the game um, and I think uh, I I don't know I, I, we we were just looking through the stats and um, it said that like Wolves have had like twenty two chances yeah, or something or shots shots. Yeah, shots. Yeah. Um, I never at any point did that um, did it did it feel like that, um, and I think that's down the way we've applied ourselves again, um, much like like we did against uh, Spurs. Um, so, but um, yeah, and trying to get I think Perez. I think we mentioned that in the, in the video and after the game. Um, we uh, I think he was he was actually put himself around and and uh he was trying to create things as well um and i think another and probably another performance would be rondon in the second half yeah. the, the ball seemed to stick them a little bit more and uh it made a massive difference because i think um in the first half it was just, the ball just seemed to be coming back and wolves are getting a, plenty of joy but um i i think uh i think that's my my feelings really um in terms of uh, uh I, I think it's just it's, it's, it's d- it still it does feel like a bit of like a, it is an absolute sting in uh, their tail. Like I thought, again, I, th- I thought we're getting like we're getting a bit of a rub of the green and that, and, and at times that the ball's actually bouncing our way for a, for a change and that. Um, so yeah, so to not like sort of see that through, it is uh, it is a bit of a pill to swallow. Like, uh, but, uh, definitely.
1: No, I th- I'd agree. I think. Um, there was plenty of positives to take from the game. Um, I said during the uh, match day commentary, um, which you can listen to on on Patreon. Um, I thought uh, it was one of <clears throat> one of Jose Perez's best games that I've seen him play for us. Um, defending from the front, he was winning headers. He was winning tackles. He was it. It just looked. Um, I don't know whether he's just maybe been given a kick up the backside with the arrival of Almiron possibly uh you know like um he's got a he's finally got some competition i mean i know Almiron came on to replace Atsu and he sort of played in Atsu's position but Perez just looked not like a different player because we know he can you know he can do a job but he was um i thought he was on fine form today, and um, did a, a really good job for us up front um, Cowley what, what about you? Do you what do you reckon um, positives wise and does it feel like a defeat
3: yeah yeah it does um, I mean before the game we, we would obviously take a point um, just on the back of last week as well which we should have got a point from Tottenham but we knew it was going to be a tricky game at night but um, it's just the fashion way it's ended Um, you can take it more if it had been even like 15 minutes before but the fact that it's the the 94th minute plus which is only 4 minutes of added time Um, and the the goal to concede as well I haven't, I've seen pictures of it um, and I mean going around Twitter it's kind of 50-50 people could have said to Brav Ketuna could have done better, should have punched it instead of caught it. And I think Rafa's came out in his interview afterwards and said he should have just punched it. So it doesn't seem like he's complaining about decision, but then you look at the pictures and it looks like he's got them in a headlock. Um, <laughs> so it's just the way that we've, again with with Wolves, uh, we conceded 94th minute last time and they took all three points. So really, um, we've been done, we could have had four points. Um, and we've come away with um, one point from from them two games really. So really disappointing, really frustrating because I think as well we could had a free kick li- leading up to that. when um, Miron got fouled in the corner. And yeah. We just again we're just throwing, we just we, don't. I think Paul alluded to before just in terms we had a bit of the, the rubber agreement points in terms of ricochets and bounces, but decisions wise we just <laughs> it always seems to. Never get that kind of yeah. rubber of the green again. But positive in terms of performance-wise, um, Perez great. For, yeah, outstanding the full worked hard. Um, in the second half gone, he he'd, he was creating space for himself, um, and I say he's work rate was excellent. Longstaff again, he just doesn't look phased by who he's up against. Yeah. He's played against the best. The best so far in terms of the midfield Like the Chelsea man, City Tottenham so far And Neves, uh, Neves and um, Martinez are very, really good Technical players and again he just He looks very comfortable With the ball um, So it, it's good it, like I say it's good to see um, having a good performance tonight he, did, he doesn't look out of his depth at all does he? Not at all, you would think he's been playing in like A season or so, yeah? and just not that yeah. he's come in um, kind of unexpectedly, and just it, it, what I've seen, like you would always think like he would be further forward than Hayden, yeah. But very early on, Hayden was the one that's further forward, and you are seen that in the goal he scored tonight. Um, yeah, yeah. the space he's got into there, it's actually long after the one he's playing like further back, he's getting the ball out of collecting it because let's say he's got a better passing range and vision. But Hayden, for being a lovely de- defensive midfield. Was kind of pushed forward a little bit more than at times, and the long staff would would yeah, be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, defensively again, they've we've not really come under the cautious says so That we've had like we've had 22 shots, uh, but it didn't feel it didn't feel like that at all. Um, the first half, I think, in terms of um, especially down the left, Shaw in Yedlin couldn't really caught the yacht and even has yeah. him got, got behind a few times and caused us quite a few problems. Um no really they got in really good areas. Um but yeah that, that caused us quite a few problems and Shaw even though he created the goal didn't didn't have a particularly like, best game. Um, but it defensively we've conceded right at the end and we've nearly we've nearly kept another clean sheet really. Yeah um, I wouldn't say that he's like he had a few good chances the second half they did but overall the, you can see the offensive performance was, was yeah
1: yeah I mean uh, obviously you touched there on the big talking point of the match which will be was it a foul on Martin Dubravka um, now as I said we're just we've literally just left the stadium and we're just driving back now so we've, we've uh, obviously been sent a few screenshots and, and pictures of uh, what it looked like on TV. Um, we've had a very very brief look at the replay. Um, I, I, you can see how different people see it in different ways. Um, you know, people are, a lot of people are saying maybe you should have just punched it or tipped it over the bar instead of trying to you know trying to catch it or claim it. But then. Uh, Encountered to that what do you say I mean the, those, those pictures look like like you were saying before it looks like wrestling almost like he's, he's got his arms around Dubravka's neck um, which I'm pretty sure isn't allowed in football <laughs> um, what I said before to the lads was when I, whenever I watch football whenever I see a goalkeeper have any sort of pressure put on him or you know like if, if, basically if a keeper jumps for a football and goes to catch it and he's, like, you know, challenged by an opposing player, the keeper always gets the advantage off the referee, you know, like, pretty much whenever I've, any game of football I've watched. So I don't know what, I I don't know why that's been allowed to happen tonight. Like, you know, um, it's not just, like, Bolly has kind of jumped up against him. He's, like, literally piggybacking on, on him and he's got his arms around his neck and almost over his face, kind of. At least it looks like that from the pictures,
2: anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what what do you think. I mean, do you what, what's your opinion on it? Uh, well, from our vantage point, we were like bang on halfway, but we were like what two rows from the front. Um, so looking across, it was just like it look it looked like the referee was going to give a decision, and, then, and like we mentioned before, we to be getting like the rubber rubber the green and things like and just like like seeing and things like that, but. Um, I just thought, I was, like, I was just waiting for his whistle and then he's pointed to the centre, centre, centre circle and I was just like, oh for Christ, are you, are you joking? It's like, like, like I think you said earlier, it, um, if that happens like, any other minute of the, uh, the game, you think like, it's a foul. Um, another point would be, you say that happened at the 94th, like well over... Um, well, over us, like in the stoppage time. Yeah, yeah. 94 minutes, 30 seconds or so something was like mi- that.
1: Four minutes added on, wasn't there? Yeah. It, yeah,
2: so it was like into the 95th minute. And there was no, like, in that four minutes,
3: there was not a, like, with the free kick yeah. or anything There was no that. other stoppage as well. Yeah, 30 seconds onto that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know where he's got
2: that time from, to be honest. and, like, But, like, to pick up the point in, uh, in one of Rafa's courses, he said, like, he punch if De Brab card punches that ball, the ball goes out, of play and game's over. Um, and these are the these are the fine margins in which we uh, we're playing at, at the minute in terms of like getting points and not. Because um, I think I think if, I think that we've set out a game plan and we've stuck to it and it's almost paid off and it's just it's just it is it's absolutely <laughs> devastating <laughs> yeah. not to go away because I was I was convinced convinced we we're gonna get three points there. Yeah. Um that just I just I just felt it almost comfortable throughout the game but um aye. Aye. it felt
1: like it was gonna be um our day didn't it but yeah. it just wasn't the be in the end unfortunately um Cowley you've already kind of obviously had your say on Debravka's moment what do you want to go into any more detail about it? What what was your view on
3: it like from what we've seen? Um, I mean I have to say it back really um, it seems to be a 50-50 divide from what I've read so far the kind of what people have said in friends group and Twitter wise that he should have been stronger and should have punched it um, just clearing that would have been full time really um, you would have hoped like, why is he catching it there um, it's a difficult situation to, just clear it really but then the other side of it what and pictures really show what he's, it looks like he has been fouled yeah. um, but I mean on Debrav. I, it looked like I mean From, from where I was Stand um, I think Myself uh, Might have been on a little bit Of a ghost Said something um, Seemed like Pointing the finger At him I'm not sure If it was yeah, <laughs> What, what yeah. he was saying At the time But um, He might have felt The same way Really But again Rafa hasn't Came out and said yeah. He's not Complained that it's, it's a foul At the end of the day I think
2: yeah, He should, should be Doing better Really yeah, I think he was Doing done. his about the time Though about like, how long we've been playing, I think he was Yeah, that, would have, been, that really would have been the issue, like, right. I don't But, uh, nah, I think um, there was a couple of moments like, where the communication between Lejeune and uh, Dubravka t- tonight didn't look the best. Mm. Um, I don't know whether Dubravka's going through a bit of a uh, in confidence or something, but um, I've just noticed that recently he's just, he's not his normal, self-assured mm-hmm. self, you know, yeah. that, Um but I suppose that's going to happen when when, when the pressure's on, and like um, and I say, that it's 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 down to like down to his errors really that that will come away with more points. But over these last couple of games, and, and as much as I rate him, it's it's we need to face up to it. You know, it's, yeah. uh I know it's like it? it's like
1: he's been such a good sign-in for us and yeah. overall and you, you know you almost don't want to criticise him but nah. you know you, you almost like find it hard to to be able to criticise him but you know you have to really I mean you know there's t- two errors um, in the last couple of games have cost us points and um, you know but I think we've also pointed out that he's going to gain us a lot more points than he'll lose us so. Yeah that's what you got to look at ultimately and um, I suppose today you know it <clears throat> feels so much worse because it was you know, the timing of it
3: and, um. oh, but, I mean today's game his performance was, was good like he caught everything that came at him really he never really yeah. tipped anything out he made a couple of really yeah. good good saves as well and um, corner wise he did come out with, um, a couple of times and caught it so I think there are times where the few tricky balls come to the box he did catch it um, but yeah yeah, it's, a, it's a shame. Cost to get
1: his- yeah, it's, it's a shame after what happened in the Spurs match, you know, because that would have knocked his confidence, and it looked like, you know, it looked like today, you know, like you've just said, he he had a good game and he was he was claiming the ball and making some good saves, but, you know, that's again that that's gonna have another knock-on effect on his confidence, probably. I mean, let's just hope he's able to shrug it off, and I'm sure he will. But you know, it's it's uh, just unfortunate for him. So, I mean, we've already talked a little bit about how we played, but we we did defend well, I thought. And, you know, we had a game plan, you know, as we always do under Rafa, and it was a very good one. It was working perfectly. Um, Wolves seemed to to end up with so many offensive players on the pitch by the end of the match, um, and they still were really struggling to sort of create any well, I, I, I suppose they did have a couple of very, very good chances, but, <clears throat> excuse me, before they scored, but, you know, they weren't, it, it, like we said before, it never felt like they were sort of, um, peppering us with shots, you know, they would go through, they would go through kind of, you know, five or ten minute sort of bursts of pressure, but then they would go for a little while without anything, and it, you know, it, it never felt like we were sort of clinging on, if, if you know what I mean, but, um, I don't know, do you were we were too deep? Do you think we were playing too deep at all or do you think we were comfortable enough and sort of deserved deserved to win?
2: Uh, I, 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 I get that point of you could say we were a bit too deep in the first half because um, I mean as much as we held our back lane well and we're getting blocks in and things like that they were getting a bit of joy down that left-hand side um, but I, I was just because I was sad Directly opposite, Rafa I, I seen him a couple of times, like trying to pull like Shaw uh, out and trying to get them, get them, uh, the the the, uh, the defense out. Um, was, but on two occasions, he was given direct instructions. Once, once to Yedlin, he pulled them out, and then suddenly they went back over the top of him. And were well, having The uh, defend were well, well, go straight away. And then he done the same with Shaw as well. He, he went over them and said, "You like, like." Pulled him across with his uh with his hand and that, yeah. uh, and he co- he come across and then the ball went over the top of him, and suddenly we're like we under the cosh again. So I don't know. It's I think it was it was just I think we just naturally sort of just going a bit too deep, I'd not rather than being like an instruction. Um, because they, they have got like they were, they were playing with the ball quite well and passing it around decent enough. This is just based on the first half, yeah. Um, and the were, like I say, they were, they were getting plenty of joy like, down that, uh, down that left hand side, yeah. and were, I think they just kept, kept that in, kept that it, and I was hoping that would break. But let uh, I think I think we defended well, um, and like I think, well, the he he was uh, a main contributor to that as well. Just because I didn't want, didn't want to say my last word was too critical, <laughs> too critical of the guy, but um, yeah,
1: I, um, Cowley, what do you think uh, defensively? Too
3: deep, or do you think it was about right? I think first half, if you if you going down stages side, I think we started off quite brightly the first five minutes, um, and then after that we, obviously once Wolves kind of got possession of the ball in the game, the um, it really controlled after them. We we struggled to get our half um, for parts of the first half, and I think that was was because we were we were too deep um, defensively, and we went few Times we had the ball, and then Rondon was like, well, he's a first one of us, he would be, but it was like he was around the halfway line, and we we're just there was we should have been a bit higher up the pitch than what, what was. The, um, we've we seen that, I think, set, definitely second half. And I think the way obviously Wolves play, um, they play like free the back and then the, the wing backs as well. And we'd never really seen Yedlin a couple of times got further forward, but Richie never really got a buff, wing backs never really, um really advanced positions in the first half I don't know if it's just because they're wary of because they're quite dangerous um, especially Dougherty. Um he scored a few actually few goals this season but he's, he, he is very dangerous um, going forward and I don't know if they were just kind of reluctant because you know how um, going forward how good they, they can be so they didn't really get up the field and it was just uh, people weren't really getting around Rondon really he was doing his best to hold it up um, but I just think Someone like Atsu wasn't really getting involved as much in the game, so I think we we finished the half really strong as well. Um, we had a couple of decent chances, one through one through Rotendon. um so unlucky um, not to get destroyed, well, get on target really. But um, we finished the half strongly. Um, but what I might feel was kind of what I've seen from Wolves this season is they they themselves have always been quite slow starters at home. Um, I was looking in terms of stats wise and they one only scored four goals in the first half and 15, now 16, um, in the second half so they always tend to to, to take a little while to get in, in the game and when I've seen of the second half they, they started very strong and they had a couple of really good chances one they should have scored from a corner uh, but after that um, we, we defensively we, we pushed on a bit so we got um, off the forward and obviously seen the goal come from actual like Shaw's pass um, him advancing into their final third and the are both through to, to, to Hayden to score so
1: yeah um, um, I mean um, let's just talk about the goal quickly um, having seen it back again just briefly there It I mean it, it did look quite a. Uh, don't know almost like a <laughs> quite direct wasn't it really I mean it was just a it was a sort of not a fizzed pass but it was quite a you know, quite a firm pass from Cher into Hayden, who who took it nicely in his stride, didn't he, and then I mean, uh, it looks like Thunderbolt, (laughs) it it looks like the keeper's obviously thought he's going to shoot across him Um, to give Hayden some credit I suppose he's gone for the near post, caught him out Um, it probably wasn't Rui Patricio's finest moment as a goalkeeper, but um, you know uh, I mean, I think I think you know, give give Hayden credit for getting getting him forward into the box. Um, like you said before, Mark, um, he was he was pushing forward a bit more than than Longstaff was, and um, it paid off on that occasion. Um, yeah. You know, um,
2: what did you think of Hayden's performance overall, pull Hayden was just a, well, he was just he was just Hayden basically. Just <laughs> like in terms of like, because I think we mentioned before. Uh, like Longstaff he seemed to be the guy who's like screening our, our defensive line because I think he's he's got uh, more ability to, to like actually find out find a pass um find find space with his pass and where uh, Hayden's more I don't know he's more of a guy who, who might probe a little bit like with the odd one too but doesn't really get off I don't know. You wouldn't play like a long ball or anything like that, So no, I think
1: I, th- I think Hayden's in that way he's more like the army, isn't he? You don't normally see the spreading the ball around and what have you. It's more
2: of a grafter in the middle. Yeah. Probably. I, th- I think well, I think Hayden and uh, Atsu had similar roles today. Yeah, yeah. Um. Obviously, Hayden covering more on the right and Atsu on the left of the uh, like midfield three. But he was, uh, I think, he was all right, and um, you know, I got his usual five minutes uh lie down um <laughs> which coming at a decent time but it, did, it obviously um, didn't, didn't wasn't quite, wasn't quite well. long enough was <laughs> it? wasn't
1: long enough, no. Um <laughs> i think you i think you've got to say with Hayden as well is you know there's been all this talk about he you know he well he, he's not that he wants to leave he says that he, he needs to leave for family reasons or what have you and he's you know he's he's been a model professional really in terms of his performances since since coming out and making that public uh, um true. And I, I, I think he deserves credit for that. I mean, a lot of people have, a lot of people have criticised him for saying he wants to leave. But you know, he's just being honest, and um, he's. I, I think he's probably. I mean, I know he's had an extended run in the team, and it's it's probably done him some good. But like, I think this is probably the best form we've seen from him in his in his time at Newcastle. Would you agree with that, Mark? On Hayden. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think I. You uh, would wish we wouldn't expect it would we, like a few weeks ago. No, no. Um, especially when we did like a previous it all like Hayden and one stuff going to be in the middle against Man City, um, and you just wouldn't think these would work so well. But yeah. um, I mean, I was kind of before this having to go and I'm saying like, uh, as a footballer, you know that being that you've got you've got to live some at times, you've got to live away from your family and just get on with it. Um, but he's come in and done like he's done well, um, and we were saying in terms of selection today. Um, the only thing he probably had to had to choose between out um, was kind of if he wanted to bring the army back into the uh, team. I think the army will be coming back um, and starting probably over the next potentially over the next few weeks. Um, but even if he names an unchanged side next time, you can't say like. <laughs> You wouldn't be disappointed, he can't be, yeah. He can't he doesn't it, can't you can't really criticize can he? really deserves to, to be dropped, and he's, he's come
1: in and done a job, yeah. They're both, yeah. The, they're both, um, playing on merit at the minute. I mean, yeah. you know, really, I mean, I see a lot of, I just, I know it's still very early for long and you know, he hasn't, but his, his range of passing is fantastic. Like, I mean, he does remind me of Shelby a little bit when he's, you know, he looks up and he can pick a pass out. You know, maybe not, maybe not quite so forward as Shelby goes, but you know, certainly across the pitch. And he's he's very good at spreading the play from one one wing to the other. Or
2: the best comparison uh, has been made of him. I think is like sort of Darren Fletcher. Yeah, um, who's like obviously a, a more than steady, more more than capable Premier League footballer. <laughs> um, You've shown signs at this like, really early age, and it's great that someone's actually coming through from from this academy of ours, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it is nice to see, isn't it, a local lad and have um, a Geordie in the team. that <laughs> makes a change. No, no. Um, so, moving on then. So, that's uh, the last three games, which was a tricky little run. We've, we've taken four points off. The
2: games against Man City, Tottenham, and Wolves. Um, I mean, that's more than tricky. that, like, That's obviously one of the best teams in the world right now. Yeah. The Spurs are like going for the, for Champions League every season, mm-hmm. um, and Wolves are like in the top seven at the minute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, more more than tricky. Like. Oh, right. yeah.
1: yeah. I think it's you know, uh, well, I don't think anybody expected us to get anything off Man City in the mm-hmm. first place. So getting three points you know three points there is just huge um, if we hadn't you know if, if we hadn't have um, taken those three points off Man City we, as we were saying earlier we we um, could have been uh, three points off safety um, at this point so you know that, that has worked out to be absolutely massive for us and um, I think you know I, I think we were all in agreement before today that would have been happy with a point before the game. Yeah, I'd say
2: that. You know, I was it was going to be three-three.
1: Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, I was, you know, it, it always feels worse when, you know, when when you score first, and then the equaliser goes in against you. Especially, you know, in the manner that it did today, in the timing of it, it, do, it does. It feels awful, but you know, you have to remember that a point away, for us, at, at, um, at Wolves. With the the investment they've had, the you know the the players they've brought in, they've recruited very wisely. I think it's a very very good point for us, and um, if it had been, I think actually, that, you know, I was when I was watching the game today, I was, I thought it was very similar to um, the away game at Everton. Right. Um, and Mark was there with me. Um, we went ahead in that game, and. Um, we, con- we conceded the equaliser against Everton obviously much earlier than we did against Wolves, but it just felt like we really dug in and we really deserved something out of the game. Uh, but it certainly wasn't a fluke, and I don't think anybody could have um, said that we didn't deserve to win today if we had held on for the three points.
2: No, well, I think the lads acquitted themselves uh, really well, um, and most, most, like nine times out of 10 of they've uh, the lads stick with a Rappers game plan, then we would normally come away with points basically. So, yeah, it's only it's, it's mistakes that, that cost. With um, but now I think, yeah, going to Wolves, uh, we've maintained a, an unbeaten run in against them M&M at Molyneux in the Premier League that's five games now, yeah. Um, so it'll be good. I mean, we could just we maintain that kind of uh, kind of form against against the teams like around, then we yeah. would be happy as well, but um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, disappointed, disappointing, obviously, because you never want to like, concede in the last minute. Aye. I have no time to sort of react to that. Um. So yeah, it, it was, but in context, uh, yeah, we would have taken this before the game, without doubt. Definitely, um, Paul, I want you just to tell the listeners about the light show. The light show. It was uh, a. <laughs> it's I uh, It's something I've never witnessed before in a football <laughs> ground ever. Um. Thought so somebody was just like. The, the, forgot to put 50 pence in the meter, like, but uh, no, and, then, and then all of the and pyro kicks off, and, and the, the place is absolutely jumping. It's like a pretty much rave, <laughs> um, but it's awful, I'm, isn't it? It is. I'm not a fan it's of the, like, the, the fake atmosphere, because uh, I think like today, I think like I quite enjoyed the um, the ground. I mean, obviously, it's been redeveloped, but it's still a, a, an old yeah. school ground, yeah, um, even from like. Uh, their fans were like singing to each other, like from from the different stands, and you know, a bit of uh, interstadium banter. And did that you, was
1: did it. you notice um, they were taking the piss out of each other from one of the other? Ah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah. was, was, was class, that like, wasn't
2: it? So was <laughs> like, us, like us would like so sort of singing the Leasers Yeah, and all it was that like that the Leesers, versus the Gallagher, wasn't it? Uh, like, singing yeah. the library, singing the scoreboard, the corner, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Which. Doesn't seem to happen in St. James anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was alright. I nah, credit to them,
1: like they, are, you know, they, they were making quite a lot
2: of noise. Yeah. And uh, even seeing like the uh, the program seller going up and down the, the <laughs> cinder track, I haven't seen that since like the probably the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. From a retro. So yeah, it was, it was all right. And as we we were walking around the ground and stuff, and what um, it, it just it did it, it didn't really need that like forced uh, atmosphere. I think it was it was there already. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: and it so wasn't yeah. like the, th- the thing with this light show was it wasn't just like a 30 second thing no, it, went, it went on for like probably 5 minutes or something no. oh god honestly anyway um, <laughs> let's move <laughs> on from that um right so um Mark we've seen our record signing Miguel Almaron make his debut um what did you make of his performance when he when he came on?
3: Yeah, he looked um, lively. Um, some nice touches he did. Uh, and he looks like he got straight into it, really. Um, he, he picked the ball from defence and he, he ran it, players. Um, and seeing probably a, a lot more of what he offered in that kind of 20 minutes than like Atsu does on a whole, really. Um, yeah, so it's a game where probably we knew wouldn't start. But in terms of winning 1 0, you knew what Wolves you think you commit more men forward and take more risks so you thought going forward you get that opportunity and um, in the, like I say we've men forward hopefully get in beyond the, their defence really so yeah it's some nice touches um, so far but look really light look quick as soon as you got the ball looked up um, fouled a few times um,
1: i tell you i tell you what so, struck me about Almiron the, the pace that he can run with the ball was incredible, I haven't seen that probably since the likes, well, dare I say Ben Arthur, <laughs> you know um, he could carry the ball at pace and every time Almiron got the ball today he was off with it wasn't he and like you, you were saying I mean he, he was doing all the things that I've been begging Christian Atsu to do for the last few years you know he's, he, he looked really really capable to me and not just going forward either he, he clearly was well drilled defensively as well he knew what he was doing Rafa's not had long with him but you know the fantastic coach that he is he's, he's clearly got the message across to him about what he wants from him
3: yeah and he, I think he created quite a quite good chance for Perez right at the end as yeah, well did, um, so hopefully like I say end product will be good from him um, but I think in terms of position wise um, I know we've been speaking on previous pods and where he was going to fit in for the rest of the season I think he's going to I think it'll be a case of a replacement for Atsu at the moment, um, rather than Perez. Uh, with Perez's performance, especially today, he doesn't really deserve to be dropped. And I think that's given him a bit of a kick up the arse Perez, definitely, uh, in these last few weeks it has. He has played really well um, his work rate um, yeah. on and off the ball really but I think it's a case of he will take the, the Atsu role for for the Daphne for this second half of the yeah. season his overall position I think once if we do recruit in terms of summer wise and who we get in would be more advanced position but I do like him in terms of getting the ball for him from defence and driving it forward really I think you'll do
2: a much better job than what what say, can I, at the moment. So I looking thought, forward. To... I, I thought um, I thought like he came on and uh, went straight to Perez. Went to like Asu's position, and Almir went on to uh, in the number ten. Initially, that's what I thought it went on, but uh, yeah. like you say, he, he found himself at left back at one point. I was just so he was getting himself around in that. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he looks looks exciting, but what you see in like twenty minutes? Away, so we'll <laughs> yeah, see. well, it was
1: a good good start for him wasn't it? I mean, yeah. he'll um, he should take a lot from that, and you know, he's got off to a good start. Um, he's um, it, <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the first moments he was involved with. Well, maybe not one of the first, but towards the end of the game, he was he sort of broke into Wolves half and. He was absolutely scythed down by someone, I can't remember who it was, but I just thought to myself, welcome to English football, he's gonna have to get used to that. I remember that, because I think it was Hayden who picked
2: him up. I was like, the cheek of it. Hayden's (laughs) just had like a nice little seven minutes sit down and that, and uh, he's like picking him up. I was like, all right. Yeah, see if you'd left left him down
1: on the floor and wasted a bit more time, (laughs) maybe we would be coming back with three points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I think, Yeah, Almiron is is, um, all positives from today despite just the uh, small amount of time that we actually saw him play for. Um, So, unfortunately now that means that we've dropped how many points? We've lost three points against Wolves in the 94th minute this season over the two games Um, when you take into account um, the uh, Matt Dockley winner back at St James's Park, so, I mean, where do you think, I mean, is it's, is, this point obviously takes us one point above Southampton, who were 18th, mm. what, do you, I mean, do you think this has a big bearing on the, on the relegation zone, or uh, how, how do you see it? Um,
2: well, it, it would be, um, if, like, Wolves were, like, a direct rival, but, like, with like they started uh, today, like in seventh position, didn't they? So yeah, we're not, we're, we're not exactly enough. But
1: well, we said beforehand didn't we it's not, you know, it's it wasn't what you would call a must-win game because it's not, it's not like the ones we've got coming up against uh, Huddersfield yeah. and, and Burnley. That's, um, that's
2: where we've got a really gun for it. Like yeah, but, um yeah, I would have took a point. Like today, I mean, you've got who, who's the top six? Top top six and seven. Anything, anybody in them, any of those teams yeah. getting a point away from home, you'd be absolutely That's delighted. bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I mean, Wolves are newly promoted and things like that, but you've st- still got to sort of give them credit. They've, uh, they've, done, they've done really well this season. Right. I mean, they have the odd, odd blip and things like that. But um, no, I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's the games that are coming up that are going to be more... Going to have much more of an impact on, on where we we'll finish at the end of the season. Now. Definitely.
1: Um, so we've got um, a two week gap now until we play uh, Huddersfield next, isn't it, at home? Um, we're playing CSK Moscow um, over in Murcia in Spain in this little training camp that Rafa's taken them over for. Um, We'll have uh, our very own Norman Riley over there, we're sending him over um, to do the Match Day podcast for us, um, which you can hear on Patreon, Um, again it's only £5 a month so do consider signing up for that if you haven't already. Uh, So Norman will be over there covering as much as he can for us from Spain. and um, just just finally, then do you think do you think when it comes around to the Huddersfield game, do you think we'll see? I mean, do you think Almoron will start against Huddersfield?
2: Mm, I would say, I would say yes.
1: What I was going to say was, do you do you think he'll make many changes to the starting eleven? I mean,
2: well, I suppose I, when you put it that way, it's uh, it's difficult, it's difficult to really I drop had,
1: anybody, isn't it? Yeah, we've had. Um, I've had a few players coming back obviously we've got i think Dummett's fit again
2: um yeah, but if, if you're asking us do i want to see key. Then, uh, then i'd say yes I'd, I'd want to see i'd want to see yeah. the new guy in there and I think let's that. let's just because we need them to sort of change these games you know like yeah. Burnley and Huddersfield they've been like like Potential stalemate on, mm-hmm. and you, you want somebody who's going to offer you that something different. Yeah. So, like if you are asking me, then yeah, I'd, I'd want him in there. Whether whether their rougher seats fit, then nah. that's different, I suppose. I
1: think I think um, having the chance to start him at home against Huddersfield, you know, bottom of the league, yeah. um, in a game in which we should be winning, should be winning. Um, you know it seems like a good opportunity to get him in and from the start and yeah. you know get him out in front of the, the crowd at St. James's and get a bit of confidence instilled in him. Um, but uh, yeah I suppose you know we'll have to wait and see on that one because we've got a, we've got a little, little way to go for that but um, yeah so right lads we'll wrap That's it up the there hour. and um, um, but I'd kind of just, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, uh, just uh, thanks for all the
2: messages because uh, me and uh, Cody are are famous we'll (laughs) be on on Sky Sports tonight Um, (laughs) uh, anytime, not just once (laughs) (laughs) apparently (laughs) yeah um, apparently there's some footage of uh, of me being caught on my phone at the mattress I'm absolutely disgusted at that (laughs) Um, first time in in god knows how long Uh, I must have been about 10-12 years I remember um, I got a message off uh, my my wife now Um, Saying asking us uh, what what I wanted from the Chinese and uh, I looked, just read the message and just put my phone back in my pocket. And Newcastle scored and I missed the bloody goal and I've never I've never looked at my phone at the match since until the night something my phone comes alive and there I am on Sky Sports. So I just wanted just wanted to put that out there and make sure make sure you know look I'm not one of these people who are on their phone you know checking horse racing and all the rest of it. Um, I'm normally fully immersed in the in the match day experience you know but um, yeah. Well there you go you've got th- it out yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the ribbon anyway. Some
3: uh, of the messages I'm getting here, but yeah, I mean, just just going in atmosphere as well. It wasn't it wasn't great, and I was it. Um, it picked up obviously when we scored and when El came on. But yeah. first half, it was really really poor. Um, it was we had set up because we normally obviously get uh, like a tier behind the goal, um, but it was all the way along the stand, wasn't it? So when we try to get any kind of atmosphere going, it was it just didn't really. Didn't
2: really happen. Um, it's difficult. Would have been on yeah. that like sort of bottom tier of the stand with like all the like away supports like stretched right along that stand, and you can hear one song being sung at one end and then and another at the other. Yeah. Um. So it, I it is a bit of a strange setup, like. Yeah. But um, um, I mean, we wouldn't really get
3: a nice welcome to uh, Wolverhampton anyway. We'd try to go around <laughs> and think every terms a bar and pub in the city centre, yeah. even getting like turned away the slug and lettuce which was dead quiet. Um, <laughs> refused from the slug and lettuce man, yeah. like
1: what's that all about? I can't so, believe that.
3: Yeah, we couldn't even get
2: a pint before the game. <laughs> we, did, we did get one in one pub. And then they realise where we were from, and then, yeah. then it didn't well, swiftly yeah. escorted. Well, I thought it was like
3: perfect—a dream. We found the parking space right next to the grounds, <laughs> get in the pub, no queue, yeah. straight. Loads of options and drinks. It wise. was going way but too well. Yeah, wasn't it was it? going way too well. And then, like, sorry, no way, supporter. So I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> never mind. Just too good to be true. But um, I mean, overall, it's as we said, four points would like snapped your hand off. Um, yeah, to have it before these, but it's just um it's just the way it's, it's happened and in terms of last weekend and today it's just it's it's not nice to, to in the in the way of the manner we've blo- we've obviously got uh-huh. drew this game tonight but yeah, yeah. um it's just critical these next two games um that we at least probably aim at. we won six, but I think even at this point would be even take them, probably i mean we'll gone like further four points you know yeah Aye. right lads thanks um
1: At the start of the podcast, I felt really, really gutted. Still about the result, but that's been a bit of a like therapy session. I feel feel a little bit better now. Um, So that's not all bad. Not all bad. Point away from home. Um, Right, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, Make sure to check us out on Patreon. Consider um, supporting us for it's only five pounds a month or just over. you get all sorts of extra Newcastle United shows from us. Um, It's around about 20 extra shows a month, um, which is, we think, pretty good value for five pound. Also make sure to check us out on usual social media channels. So YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And um, one other thing, just we do a free match day newsletter which gets emailed out on the morning of every Newcastle United match day. So do consider getting signed up for that as well. Like I say, it's free and it's just uh, it's got all the links to the match previews and anything else match-related for the match day ahead. So um, if you head to the True Faith website, um, get yourself signed up for that as well. Um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about.